0: He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. Uh, tears in his eyes, I guess, as he, as he lines up this last shot. He's got about 195 yards left. This crowd is going to be silent. Cinderella story. Out of nowhere. Before a Now, about to become the Masters champion. <clears throat> it looks like I'm a rat. It's in the
1: hole!
0: It's in the hole!
1: Welcome to week 59 of a Good Talk Spoiled Golf Podcast. I'm James Richardson and I'm again joined this week by Barry O'Hanron. Hey Barry. Hey James. And uh, making a second return is uh, Will. Hey Will.
2: Hey James, how's it going? Great What's to going? be here. Uh, again.
1: Good Twitter feedback. People liked you so you got to stay on. Thanks thanks, guys. <laughs> if uh, anybody wants to get in touch with the program, um, it's at podcastgts is the Twitter handle. Or our email is a good talk spoiled at gmail.com. A good talk spoiled at gmail.com or at podcast gts. Um, quite a lot to get through this week, and I suppose we start where we always start. And uh, golf, I didn't get to play this week. Barry, did you play?
0: Did, yeah. Uh, we had a Scotch foursomes on Saturday, so I haven't played that in a year, probably since the last time I played it. It's actually kind of fun. So, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, both players take their tee shot and then you choose the best one or the most preferable one, and you play straight foursomes from there on out. So um, myself and my partner, we had 39 points, so we missed out. didn't win. We didn't win. It was 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 for scotch foursomes.
1: Well, it was the first day we were back off? The well, that's why people love you because fir- you just say yeah, like it is. You call it
0: like it is. Thirty-nine points was third place in the competition, so we were happy enough with it. Uh, it was it first, third in the 1972 Open. First Nobody day back off. Nobody remembers third. Whatever. Like, it's the first day off the big boy sticks. So uh, oh, yeah, baby, it was good. Well it was good. It wasn't too far short of driving the eleven. It was like 350 downwind. It was nice. Downwind.
2: Um Downwind, downhill. On a glacier. Down, yeah, on, on a rock hard. <laughs> and downwind. he also kicked the ball. Yeah, on a runway. Once he got up yeah, to yeah, the 280 yeah. mark. He probably
1: <laughs> also hit the, the path in the middle, which probably <laughs> launched <at laughs> yeah. yeah. it So what
2: happened was, you actually hit your tee shot 190. Your partner came up, and then he exactly. hit another 150. He one, and then I jumped, Yeah, yeah, so I jumped, you yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God, look at me, my t shot uh, went 350.
0: The putter was misbehaving, I might be giving you back your putter.
2: Uh, out
1: of curiosity, when you nearly drove the green on 11, what score did you get?
0: We made a par. No. It was a tough pin. So, it's a good, so, it's a good par <laughs> from, yeah. from twelve yards. <laughs> 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 I can already kick it in the hole in the than
2: It's
0: not my fault. My partner's shit wedge game. Oh, oh. he gave me. Who was your partner? He gave me a, th- th- a thirty four. Oh no, no name, no name, no name. Actually no, you hit a really good shot considering where the pin was and it was downwind. So uh we, we gave ourselves a chance at Brady, which is all you can really ask after. Which you missed. Well, of which yeah. I did miss, yeah. The putter was bold. Uh I'm not blaming myself, obviously, whoever you know, who would do You that? never do bad who would do a mad thing like that. She'd give he... up the game if you get, if you blamed yourself for every bad shot you hit.
1: Sunday was uh Glenda the Down's captain's drive in and as a committee member, Will, uh did you uh did you enjoy your day out?
2: It was a lovely day out, yeah. <laughs>
1: I think Thanks. it was a Flintstone themed. Uh, yeah, yeah, for no, people who weren't there.
2: For people who weren't there, it was the Flintstones, and uh, yeah, it was a great day. And congratulations to both captains on their inauguration into the the position. Um, it's a great opportunity for them, and well done.
1: And how was your golf over the last week?
2: Oh, on, oh, oh! Speaking of you know better, better <laughs> occasions, I actually won the competition, the open competition last Thursday. Well, that's not easy doing the opens yeah it was it was uh, it was pretty tough but uh I was playing with a guy who uh plays off twenty seven and he he just he took off like it was a sprint he had twenty five points for the front nine <laughs> and uh i had uh i had nineteen for the front line and i was you know yourself when you're playing against someone like that who has so many shots you're kind of going he's twenty seven and no he had twenty five
1: off the front nine.
2: Yeah, he was doing pretty good. He was like knocking in birdies on the par threes and stuff like that, and getting pars with two shots. You know, the right, yeah, right. so, yeah. so not a twenty-seven four point, handicap. Four pointers all over. Well, the he turned into a twenty-seven <laughs> handicap on the on the back nine. You know, the Like he had seventeen points, a respectable score. But uh, mm-hmm. I had uh, twenty-three on the back, and I had to get a putt on the eighteenth to uh, to beat him on account back. Nice. Uh,
1: and you're probably thinking on the ten tee. If I beat this guy in my group, I would probably go on to win it. Oh no! You know, like well, that
2: that's the was, thing. That's you're always yeah. thinking. There was, there was nobody coming.
1: else in that competition but that you were own, too worried about. The only
2: bad thing with that is you come in with 42, and you always generally think there's going to be a 43, 44. You know the kind of, you're looking at scores yeah. of late. But uh, obviously, were the, you off the front sticks? Yeah, we were off the whites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still. It was nice to win a prize again. What did um, you get? I don't know yet. Oh. Um, I like to just leave these things. Until um, I have a few banked up and then go in and buy myself maybe a new set of golf clubs or something like that, you yeah. know? Maybe I a trip to the, the new Masters. Jumper. What's wrong with my jumper?
1: No, nothing. It's lovely. Uh... <laughs> In terms of uh,
0: it's, it's, equipment, it's easy to uh, shoot targets, isn't it? When you didn't have any golf yourself. No, I didn't hey, have any
1: golf.
2: Listen, I, uh, I know was... it's okay. It's always everyone always wants to take down the winner. That yeah. yeah, is true. Yeah, right? no, we, we am trying to make well. Thanks, Thanks very much. Nice. Thank you. Yes, thank you.
1: Congratulations to be back next week. <laughs> yeah. um, you're, you're gonna have
0: know, to dust off your clubs by the time you next get out to play golf. Yeah, you're I didn't no golf um, this weekend.
1: I didn't have a chance to. I had too many jobs to do on Saturday, and then I was away on Saturday night for the Sunday and. I'm away at a wedding uh, this weekend from Friday through to, to Monday I might try and see a couple of the lads are bringing golf gear down so we're thinking we might try and get out to Waterville on Monday morning um, and, nice. and play Waterville but
2: that will all be dependent on how hungover we are after the wedding and also how much money you still have left in your bank after <laughs> the weekend probably very little uh, yeah.
1: So yeah, so no golf for me. In fact, I think I worked it out. And other than the Easter weekend, there's not many weekends that I'm going to be playing this side of June. But anyway,
0: this is not good for our current team. Uh,
1: that's not actually true because I usually play better when I haven't played golf. Uh, good so point. Uh, so I'll probably go down. Said there.
2: every bad golfer ever. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, that was Will everybody, and uh, he won't be back next week. So the last few months uh, we we had started looking at. Before we broke before Christmas, we looked at equipment and new equipment, and there hasn't been a huge amount of kind of stories of interest around equipment. But Barry, you've spotted something this hmm. week about the new
0: Callaway wedges. Well, there has been loads of equipment out, but nothing that really kind of caught my eye or uh, got, kind of got me super motivated to look at. But um, what better way to kick back into it than a wedge that Phil Mickelson helped design, the master oh, yeah. of the short game? So this is one of the Callaway Mac Daddy wedges. And this is called... It's got a Phil Mickelson grind. So the sole of the club is ground in a way that um, helps him, you know, hit his flop shots and hit his spectacular short game shots. The other thing that was really interesting on this club is that the grooves go all the way across the face and all the way right to the toe of the club. So there's none of that shaping of the grooves, you know, the straight line and then mm. the toe being kind of naked of grooves. There's grooves all the way across the face on this. So... um Really interesting looking thing altogether. So, um, yeah, it might uh well, wonder, I wonder whether other other wedge companies will copy this kind of idea of grooves all the way across the face.
1: Well, I know Taylor um, Like, there's there's a few companies that do very slight. Like TaylorMade Made have uh, their wedges. You can unscrew the plate with the with the grooves, mm. and you can replace them rather than replacing the whole You're replacing wedge. Replacing the face you of you the glove, aren't you? the, yeah. the, 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 the thing. But um, if this has been designed by Phil is this, and perhaps you're not sure about this, but um, is this going to be for general consumption or is it aimed for players of Phil's ability with the uh, with the wedge in their hand?
0: I mean, I, like so, somebody like Phil's going to have the, the soul designed to help the club get through the turf in the best way possible. And, you know, he, he takes aggressive swings as a shot. shots. I'm sure if your game was, some, if your short
2: game somewhat mimicked it, or, or you know, it, it can definitely help. Well, the only thing I'll say to it. That you can't design a club for people of Phil's standard because they would only ever sell three. <laughs> I was going to say one, but I said I'd give the yeah. benefit well, of no, the Well, the thing is, Phil's had design input into people. this design.
0: This is, this is actually designed by Callaway's chief club designer, Roger Cleveland. So, uh, And Phil's had input into See the anything the, to point. the Cleveland
2: golf right? Well, Cleveland were taken... Cleveland golf clubs, weren't they taken over by uh, Callaway? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. this is one of the so, lead designers yeah. from Cleveland, so...
1: Which were yeah. always one of those unsung heroes. The wedge They were. The the but right? like, yeah. nobody, ever really went in for the titleist Vokies. But, you know, the this Clevelands were the always regarded yeah, yeah. as Yeah, wedges. Oh, they're
2: stellar a, wedges. Like, the they really are. The Cleveland me... copper wedges were the best on the market. Like, the 60 degrees, they were before anyone else came out with proper yeah. wedges. Like, you know, everyone mm-hmm. had their set of titleist or whatever golf clubs, but they mm-hmm. always had a Cleveland 60 or a Cleveland 56 in their bags. You know, that was. I mean, I mean I think, the club to have. I think the
0: reason you don't like they're not as prevalent as other wedges, say like Vokies, is is purely money, like money that the c- club companies get to throw players to use their clubs. So yeah, yeah. you know, Titans had more money; there go more players use their wedges, and ergo more amateurs have the wedges because they see them more. But you know, the Cleveland wedges are they're stunning clubs, and they they look as good as Vokies do when you're Absolutely. standing over them. So uh, it should be interesting to see if this kind of takes off. And good. The, even the back of the club's kind of a cool design, just kind of for. Know, almost holes in the the back of the grind at the back of the club, so I mean, know. they have to be for a reason. But I don't
2: know what the reason yeah.
0: is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or perhaps, something like that. Uh, <laughs>
1: perhaps. if they, if and when they are released, uh, you might be able to get up to American Golf and uh, do a test and have a proper look at them and see. What Punch a like. few holes in the ceiling with some. Yeah, broadcasts. why not? Yeah, yeah. And um, moving on to the news, and where I'm just gonna. Start renaming this the Tiger Woods update at this stage because another week goes by that we have to talk about this man. 50-50 50-50 now as to whether or not he's going to make the Masters Yeah. if I sound exhausted it's because I am at this point
0: we managed to st- take one week off from Tiger the last time which I thought was pretty refreshing you know, and kind of gave it brought us back with a bit more vim and vigour But uh,
1: even when he's not there they're talking about him he was yeah. talking to Arnold Palmer over the weekend and Palmer kind of came out and made some comments by what.
0: what that was pretty funny actually yeah there was the, Palmer was doing his uh, press conference before Bay Hill and the reporter kind of asked him and said oh, I heard you had a, an hour long fun Call with Tiger Woods. as you guys talk about and You know, Palmer comes back and said like, "Whoever told you it was an hour long is full of shit." So um, that shut, him, been up. That shut the, him up pretty quickly. It
1: was know. on your
2: one's uh, blog. Well, uh, I think yeah. last night.
1: This is this is the rundown of what other Tiger Woods stories there have been for this week. Davis Love the Third thinks he's going to be uh, attending the Ryder Cup. Uh, the Tiger Woods will make the team. Yeah, in, and the in President's And the President's Cup. We have Tiger Woods, uh, I think it was Paul McGinley or Darren Clark. Somebody came out this week and basically said it would be better for Rory McElroy if Tiger Woods did turn up at the Masters. It was McGinley, yeah. McGinley, because they'd be less likely that the the attention would be on him uh, beyond Rory in mm-hmm. terms of it. Um, that has been absolutely ridiculed by basically every player. And then the third and the one that I laughed probably the hardest of was Sean O'Hare said that he would give... Any help to Tiger Woods to come back from his slump because he's been there, and done it, and has gotten through it. Now, with all due respect to Sean O'Hara, I think he's been great the last few weeks. I'm not quite sure if he was ever world number one and won so many ma- majors, but um,
0: no. But I mean, there there has to be parallels between them. They're both professional golfers. They've both gone in. They both went. Well, Tiger's currently in the shits. You know, Sean O'Hare was down there. You see, you know, Henrik Stenson's another one as well. He was, went all the way down twice. So yeah, like he didn't get to the world number one, but there's certainly parallels, and sure, there's something, something of value you can give to Tiger
2: Woods. I don't actually like agreeing with Barry very often, but I have to agree with him here insofar as to say that, as he said, professional athletes they get to a certain level; they're doing a certain thing. If the, if everything starts to go against what they have been doing, no matter what level they reach, mm-hmm. the higher you go, the lower the fall is the more you're going to fall. So Sean, whatever he had to come out of, he's obviously done very well because as you said, his name has been in the lights over the last while. I think you'd be surprised who will be the person to bring Tiger out of a slump. Mm. You don't need to be the best in the world to bring someone out of a slump. Could be you, James. I mean, Could be that If you're a bit more enthusiastic about Tiger. Lindsey Vonn. Lindsey might help him out there.
1: I was watching the morning program on Golf Channel the other day and they were saying that... Uh, they were showing some of the odds for the Masters, and Tiger, I think, was in American odds anyway. Uh, one of the companies had him at like 40 to 1. Yeah. And uh, the comment was, is that 40 to 1 just to turn up, or is that 40 to 1 to win it? Because just, you know, it's.
0: Interesting, you should say that 40 is 1 to turn up. Nota gay was on, you know, Tiger's friend was on uh, talking to Golf Channel earlier today, and he's saying Tiger is 50 50 for the Masters, whereas three weeks ago he said he was maybe 10% to make it. So. That's uh, it's interesting look I hope I hope he's I hope he's there Um, some, somewhere else I read online I can't remember who it was but they said if Tiger's out at the Masters and he's actually fit it would further increase the suspicion that he might be on a, uh, a PGA Tour sabbatical wink wink sniff sniff
2: no oh, he's <laughs> not the bag is he <laughs> well I don't know he's got his nose in the trough <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a
0: conspiracy theory from somebody uh, but if he's not well, right, I think if he's not, sure not I've I've and he doesn't play right? the Masters like it's really unusual. It's the Masters. How can you not play it?
2: Well, the one thing, like, you have to take into consideration that he did turn around before he left the last time, and he said, "Guys, I'm gone until I feel like I'm in a position to come back yeah. to win." You know, there's a difference between coming along and playing in competitions. I think he was just getting fed up with starting yeah. and, you know, not doing well and giving up and the whole lot. Um, like, it doesn't matter whether it's the Masters. Like, uh, the last thing I'd say he'd want to do is to go out to the Masters and finish last. Yeah, that'd be, that'd 78 and an 80 and yeah and that'd be the end they'll of they will never finish
1: last because there's always that guy who you know like, Tiger is like, that guy Ah, wow. uh, no no there's always the uh, he'll, Ben Crenshaw will hold and, him up yeah there's always <laughs> there's always one of the old old uh, uh, guys but, but
2: all the old old guys they actually do quite well you know, they always kind of finish mid-table or the, they make the cut. Or...
0: One of them will throw in like a 76 on day one and be like, "Geez, he's got a chance of making the cut. And then he goes and shoots like an 84. Yeah, or something yeah, Something yeah. like
2: that the next I mean, day. I think the other them would laugh at the 82-84 in Augusta. Yeah. You know, we struggle to go around our own golf course <laughs> in 82-84.
0: Yeah, yeah we do that for the front line in Augusta. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, Adam Scott, after we were talking about kind of the changes of putters from for these guys with the anchor putters, he's now saying, you we were looking at this he's he's disappeared for a practice round at Augusta last Tuesday or on Tuesday and he's now considering reverting back to the anchor putter for the Masters
0: yeah he's he's really stunk it up with the short one ever since uh, those first two good rounds I think you, the last mm-hmm. one he played I think it was seven strokes behind the field on pulling average so uh yeah, something's not right. And with a, it's a major on the line. I mean, I'm sure he's happy to sacrifice a couple of events to try and get used to a short one, but not not like not a, not the Masters.
1: Well, I think he's also it's 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 a tournament he thinks he can go on and win, so he's yeah. obviously going to do the best. I'm surprised that if he was going to stick with the, uh, the 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 anchored putter for the Masters, he wasn't continuing it in the lead up to it. Seems strange to change it just before. Mm. Um, You might have changed it for October November of last year through the winter and then kind of gone, okay, this isn't working, I'll I'll revert back. Interestingly, Keegan Bradley this week uh, came out and said that he is using a counterbalance putter Mm -hmm. and that he actually really enjoys it, that he's got really positive feedback. He's not saying that he won't necessarily be going back to the anchor at certain points, Mm -hmm. but that he's got a really positive feel off it. Which uh, I suppose perhaps might be if you start with the the right. Maybe, maybe these guys need a Bob Rotella to try and get over the psychological thing of going from the anchor to a counterbalance or a short stick.
0: I think it's going to be very easy for them next year when they have no choice. The problem is now that they have a choice, and the, you know they're swung in this dilemma, and they have doubt in their minds no matter which one they choose on any given day. So, I mean, Webb Simpson probably did the best thing by snapping his putter. He uh, his his anchored one. He snapped it. I think it was, uh, his wife has kept it because it won them so much money but he's removed kind of, he's, so he's, he's removed he's, remo- yeah. <laughs> he's
2: probably thinking oh, I'll just bring it back in and yeah, I'll a put welded- a new shaft in <laughs> it's like an episode of <laughs> Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings yeah. they have a, a welding ceremony just yeah,
0: yeah spit away for a montage with some welding music <laughs> um, but no he's he's removed the choice from his mind so, so Adam Scott like seems to be in this kind of dilemma in his head he's got two choices whereas you know, January 1st, he has no choice, he has to use the other one, you just get on with it and you learn and go with it. But you see,
1: I think that's that, that, that's a fair point in terms of where it goes anchored to short. Mm-hmm. But during that 12-month period that Rory had moved from Titleist to Nike and the big story was that he didn't get the same term in the contract with mm-hmm. Nike that said if he didn't like the putter, sorry, that Tiger Woods got, if he didn't like the putter he could go back to the Scotty Cameron, play with that yeah. through getting used to the uh, to the Nike one there was reports that Rory went through at a minimum 34 putters over the course of that 12 month period. So it's not just the anchor guys that have in fairness, oh, you know, uh, the short no. guys, you know, they, they're changing. Just the difference is when we watch it on TV and we're going to come on to it in a minute and mm-hmm. talk about Matt Every. He changed his short putter. I watched all of day, day four. I couldn't have possibly have told you that I knew that he had changed it because it, you just don't notice it when they move from the anchor to a shore. It's so obvious. Well, yeah. unless
2: they actually make a point of showing you the putter that he used yesterday, and compared to the putter that he used today, because it's all the same. It's yeah. thirty-four inch, like, you yeah, at Or sorry, is that? No, that's better. Yeah, right, isn't yeah. It? 30, yeah, thirty-three yeah. to thirty-four, 33 to thirty-five. 40. Yeah. Um, but that's a very valid point about the the choice. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. the same in anything in life. Like, yeah. You know, you're thinking about like if you even, you know, anything in life. If you have something, but there's an opportunity to have something over there. If you if if you use it and then you kind of go, oh look at that! Over th-. You hit a bad one, and you can't yeah. get it out of your head because it's all of a sudden you could have you know what you could have done with the good one.
0: Mm, mm, yeah, it's it's the just a dilemma in your head, the back and forth. And I mean, I can I can I can see why you're I can see why he's struggling with it. I mean, in an ideal world, he just takes off and starts pulling great with the short one, and then you know off he goes and so, you know, off into the
2: distance. I still don't think McElroy, I still don't think McIlroy has actually found the right putter yet.
1: No, and I, I don't think he's ever been overly happy with it. But um, in terms of going to move on beyond mm-hmm. that, because I think we're probably going to talk about it, and I'm going to raise it again in a minute. So we'll move away from putters for the moment. Um, Jack Nicholas, and I was about to say my famous Jack Nicholas. Uh, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Nicholson uh, yeah. Jack Jack Nicholas <laughs> uh, became really the up. seventh. <laughs> he became the seventh athlete to receive the Congressional Gold Medal from uh, the House Minority and the Speaker of the House, John Boehner, and the Senate Majority Leader, Mitch McConnell, during a ceremony at the U.S. Capitol. It's one of their highest honours that can be, it is the highest civilian award that the United States Congress can bestow. And uh, he's only the third golfer that has ever received it um arnold farmer and brian <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, sorry i, I still I, wouldn't have guessed brian. it even no. though you've given me the first name of the third person brian byron byron yeah, yeah. Byron, no. uh, lord byron yeah lord byron won it yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um <laughs> yeah i know um, him by lord can, yeah. 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 <laughs> i i i, I it,
1: it's a great photo it's um and jim nance was there and there was other people there but uh uh, Jack was there with his five children and 22 grandchildren in attendance. It's going to be some wide shot that's going to be needed <laughs> for that photo. Um, that's so, what Jack's
2: all about. All about the family, you know. Yeah, well, right. that's
1: it. So uh, congratulations to Jack. More, um, Jack.
0: more grandchildren than majors. Just by four, though. The... Yeah.
1: Other news that came out this week was that the golf course for the Rio 2016 Olympics has continued to be bedded in. And they're now talking about running a minor invitational, non-televised event in mid-November to kind of test Mm -hmm. to see. This has been a course that has led to a lot of discussion and a lot of controversy. They're not sure whether or not it's actually going to be properly playable. So this will be the first real test. A lot of people this week coming out saying it's great to test it, but testing it in the middle of November is absolutely useless when the competition's going to be taking place in a different part of the year. Yeah. But and and the sheer mm. volume that's going to go through is not a one-day course. You and I played down in Carn, and they had a, a, a new nine holes. Yes. And it was pretty ropey on the fairways and the greens.
0: Could say we could call it raw, I guess. Very yeah. raw, and
1: that was 12 months after they had yeah. really put all the, the top technology, like the greens were raw, raw. there was still a lot of fairway problems. Now, I'm not putting that in the same category no. as the Olympic guys, but this have is a brand lot. new yeah. course that's being seeded for the Olympics. And, you know, I, I really hope, because it's the first time it's going to be in, and I think it's only a demonstrator sport, I'm not sure if it's permanently in. It has to be renewed after this Olympics. Mm-hmm. You really hope that the course doesn't let down the golf game. Yeah. Because it's going to have a knock-on effect as to whether or not it remains in in, in the event. Um, in yeah, it's a scary
0: one. I mean, I, <clears throat> it must be scary for the guys who, you know, the course designers and the course builders. There's only 500 days or so until it actually starts, and that, that can go so quickly, you know when it comes to you know building you know, large-scale things like a golf course. So and trying to get it set down. I'm, re, I'm re, actually, speaking of Karn, I'm really, curious, really interested to see what that nine is like this year now, a year on. Um, yeah, because out. like
1: last year, there was, well, two years ago when they had already done it, there was talk about whether or not they'd use that the following 12 months. Yeah. So last year for the Pro-Am, we got told not a chance. There wasn't was no way close. because it was miles away. And yeah. it really was. It was chalk and cheese. It's super coarse, but man is it it's, what a nine it's so, holes. so raw
0: it's one yeah. of the most spectacular 9 holes I've ever played it really like when it when it is up and running and in in playable condition it will be absolutely ridiculous Well, it will
1: be one of the best 27 holes yeah in in Ireland and look mo- moving on so last week's uh, events there was the JTB C Founders Cup in the ladies tour out in Phoenix Arizona which uh this is usually the point where I butcher some poor golfer's uh, name, but I'll give it a go. It's Ho Jo Kim wins by three shots from Stacey Lewis with a final round, 67. And interestingly, I read a stat this week that uh, Miss Kim is yet another South Korean winner, and there hasn't been anybody from anywhere else other than South Korea so far this year as winners on the LPGA Tour. Wow. wow. That's uh, a phenomenal stat. That's not um, very nice
0: of them to not share at all, is it? No, well, but it's uh,
2: funny. Like, well, well, I'm just interested to know how come like none of the male
0: can dominate as well as have the haven't come through.
2: Like, you know, I have to, It has to be something to do with size. I think. Yeah, yeah. Just well, possibly. Like, I know. think.
1: I, I think it's definitely something we we we've kind of looked at it in the past but I definitely think we need to come back to it just the sheer dominance of the South Korean That's women crazy compared to the South Korean men like, yeah. and there was talk once upon a time on the podcast about the fact that I think the men have to do military service and there's oh, things course. like that which delay. them you still
2: hear them talking about that on the TV like you know, you know this guy's kind of he has to finish up the season and you know go back to finish his military service. service so I don't was, know the only. Under- yeah, there was Sang- a coup over Moon Bay last
0: year, wasn't there? Try, yeah. Trying to get yeah. out. Of, trying to get out of yeah. his military service. So there is there is a lot of
1: a lot of other yeah, issues yeah. that it's are not, there. It's but, amazing
0: uh, that they wouldn't think that that's a great representation of our country that he's playing on the the top level golf tour in, in the world. You know, but it's kind of an, an advertisement for South Korea. You know that and, Elvis and it, Presley
1: had to do his time in the army. Yeah. You know, I had to do mine. Him. Uh, yeah. No, no you <laughs> Chose to do yours, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ne- so uh, neutral Ireland. Yeah. Well, you 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 were pointing out to us a, a very interesting stat about Lydia Coe, actually, the, yes. the LPGA world number one at the moment.
0: She seems to have developed an amazing allergy. Uh, her allergy is shooting over par rounds. So since the seventeenth of November, she hasn't had a single tournament round over par. It's it's just ridiculous, and she's been playing loads as well, like obviously winning tons as well, and showing up every week. So it's it's just it's a crazy crazy stat. Um,
2: how long will she go for? But the way she's playing, it's those consistencies that get you to world number one. Like as we know, in in the, in start to bring it back to the men's game, but we know that the likes of Lee Westwood and Luke Donald and. Those guys have got to world number one without actually winning majors. Yeah. So it's the consistency. Like yeah. you don't necessarily have to win every competition. Yeah. It's being in the top ten. It's being the best putter. You know that kind of you know and not having overpowered rounds of golf. Fair play, that's an amazing stat, though.
0: Question: Do you think Lee Westwood or Luke Donald would trade the fact that they got to world number one for a major? Without yes. a doubt. Okay, not, I, not that's not, what I was thinking. I was just curious if either uh, of you went the opposite right, like way. Sec- you, you,
1: know, you, you when you talk about Paul Carrington, you know, and he gave interviews. You know, a year ago and they were saying, you know, he gave an interview to RT here in Ireland and they said, you know, uh, if if we could give you another win, you know, would you take that? And he goes, I don't care about another PGA Tour wins. Now, that might have changed a couple of weeks ago, but he was like, I'm never going to be remembered as the guy who won three majors and 42 Mm. PGA Tour events. You get remembered for majors. Mm-hmm. That is how you get remembered. You either get remembered as the greatest player never to win a major, Henrik <coughs> Stenson, or, or, <laughs> or, or, or you get. We are not going
0: to have a podcast of us coughing golfers' <laughs> oh, <sorry>. names. <laughs> I forgot to get on the Henrik Stenson Actually, right. get, <laughs> If anybody wants to hear a good podcast of us coughing golfers' names that are chokers or haven't won majors, get on to us. We might do an extended edition before the Masters. But,
1: but the point is, you never, like, you can, you can remember how many. Majors, yeah, Seve Ballesteros won, Ian Woosnam won, Tiger Woods won, Phil Nicholson won, etc. You can't remember if I, you know, probably outside of Tiger because we all know that like he's won so many, but like, how many has he won, James? It's like 70 something, <laughs> but 14. like the, the point is 14. Oh, majors, yeah, sorry, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. ma- I thought you said main no, tournaments. No, oh, they said majors, no, no, around. you can remember the majors, yeah, yeah, but you can't ever remember exactly the amount of non major right yeah it's so, just regular so it doesn't really matter so when you talk yeah, about kind of Westwater or, or any of these guys yeah. they would give it in a heartbeat oh. they would they would hand back FPPGA mm. tour or European tour event regular season From event one major. for one major yeah. guarantee it but um
0: it's it's, ama- <laughs> it's it is amazing it's, it ama- it's a weird anomaly in golf that winning one event is more prestigious than actually being getting to world number 1 in their minds i think it, I think it's very strange because in a different sport, like if you get to world number one, you know, winning them, say, I don't know, snooker, for example, I'm sure everyone would love to win the world championships, but to get to world number one is a huge accolade. Yes, but, but these guys would swap it for a one tournament but win.
1: What I would say to that is if you take the analogy of snooker, if somebody goes to the crucible and wins, they're automatically, the, isn't they it? are virtually automatically, yeah, like they one, yeah. because they're the top 16 in the world anyway, and virtually any mm. of the 16 who win. So I think if you win what would be counted as a major in that tournament.
0: Yeah, you know, maybe, a poor, maybe a poor choice of sport, but I'm just yes, saying it's funny, how, it's, funny how just, it's funny how they that they would swap the fact that they got to world number one for one tournament win. But,
1: well, perhaps people at Podcast GTS name another sport that gives you those four events every year, which or are regarded as the, the, the major tournaments where the best turn up. Because Sorry,
2: yeah, I just have to straight away throw tennis... Sorry. yeah well sorry mm. ten,
1: tennis is one but like again the, the guys don't care about winning the Miami Open over oh winning no. the New York, U- you know the US or the
0: Australian or you know, Wimbledon
2: or Wimbledon Australia or French um,
0: it's, it's, yeah tennis would well, be like, almost identical, identical. Like, would you, but they'd actually take a major over getting to world number one
2: the only difference yes. I think the, the only yeah. difference it's amazing the only difference I think with, well there's similarities and differences like in the tennis thing it's like you know you're looking at the top uh, 60 players in the world getting through with them wild cards. Same as like I know in, in the in the Masters you uh you have to be in the top fifty plus in I think it's um and then old winners and stuff like that. There's no invites. But then if you go to the opens, uh, anyone can qualify. Yeah, yeah.
1: No no it's An
0: amateur can win we'll, the mm-hmm. open, you know Which is a yeah, fairy fairy tale story like the Disney movie. Yeah.
1: What we can uh, say is that um there will be nobody Putting the Madeira Island Open on their CV as the winner last week on the basis that the Madeira Island Open in Portugal was completely washed out, rained off, and uh, nobody Mm. got to pretty much hit any golf balls. Uh, I saw one stage a ball basically going flying into the hole from about six feet purely from the wind. Wind, so
0: it, it's been very canceled. good. Very it's, good, putter. to wind is yeah,
1: yeah, it? better, better than uh, Henry Stenson I, on a Sunday. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh I, I, I think the golfing gods because it's true. <laughs> I, know. I think the golfing
0: gods are angry at the low quality of this field. It was ridiculous. It was. It was basically a challenge tour mixed with a lower tour event. There, I've read this stat. There are only two top three hundred and fifty players in the world. In the field for that event, and the winner of that would get a European tour card. It's just crazy. But I think, and to be fair,
1: when we talked that Kevin Phelan was the 22 to 1. Um, yeah join uh, favor yeah, last yeah. week. Anyway, they've, they've
0: rescheduled it to end of July, start of August. So that might give it a chance of having some decent weather rather than this crazy time of year, March in the Atlantic, you know, just off the Atlantic. Yeah, it's
1: it's going to be played at the same weekend as the uh, Paul Lawrie match play in Aberdeen, Scotland. Um so I don't know what that says about either Paul Lawrie's uh, match play tournament yeah. in in uh, uh, Aberdeen or uh, the Madeira Island Open, but um we'll wait and see. Look, let's move to a tournament that did take place, and that was, I suppose, one that everybody turns up to really more because of the the the, the host. The Arnold Palmer Invitational took place at Bay Hill Golf and Country Lodge, Orlando, Florida. This was the last of the Florida swing. Yes, they uh, they head out now to Texas next week. But uh, Matt Every defended his title from twelve months ago with a closing sixty six, uh, final round, and uh, I suppose. I'm going to say that this was a tournament that was won by Matt Avery and Barry, you're going to say it was one that was thrown away by Henrik Stenson. He had it in his hands and he lost by one shot. So it was Matt Avery and minus 19, Henrik Stenson at minus 18, Matt Jones minus 17, Morgan Hoffman who looked on the f- Sunday on the front nine like he just couldn't put a foot wrong. That's why he
2: thought threw it away oh well yeah big he re- time he had the lead point the lead. two I think at one stage yeah. three I think three, he got out right. to a one. Okay, uh, ben.
1: ben Martin and, and then really the rest were also rounds but this was a three horse race between Matt Every Henrik Stenson and Morgan Hoffman mm. and uh, it was a real tale of like Matt Every just did what he had to do birdieing the 18th you know to, to take yeah as, as if that's 90s. an easy task But <laughs> <Well, laughs> it was only nine I think he was the tenth person to birdie it on uh, but he played it phenomenally but Henrik Stenson had two three putts coming down the stretch. Morgan Hoffman went completely off the boil from from what was just a blister. I thought after the first five six holes, and I suppose I should disclose and Barry, you tweeted this on the podcast account over the weekend. I actually picked up Matt every on the su- Saturday evening at twenty eight to one when he was three behind, and I was virtually ripping up the uh, the the well the virtual. Petting slip because I just thought Morgan Hoffman, you've, you're walking, you're walking this. Now. Uh, I had a feeling he just he uh, no, got he got he bottled
0: it, but he got he got his head too high too soon almost in the round. You know he had too much time to think about it and 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 try get it all the way home. And
2: uh, there's the an interesting thing about Stenson, right? Now mm-hmm. Stenson's a great golfer. I think he's an absolutely fantastic choker. But the funny thing about it is, and this is the power of the media, right? Is they all spoke about the last four holes. <clears throat> And in round two and three for Stenson... I think one, two, and three for Stenson. Yeah. I think he was 12 under par.
0: He was destroying those holes. For those holes. For yeah. Those yeah. Eagles,
2: birdies, yeah. you know, and I, th- the, the media were going on about this, that if he gets to that stretch of holes, it may have been in his head as well that he played them so well. Then all of a sudden he played them one over mm. in the last round.
1: Well, can I put it this way? Barry, you have Henrik Stenson for, um, for the Masters, I think. And... He was blistering in so many of the stats this week. Mm-hmm. Um, his GIRs were huge. His accuracy off the tee was good. His iron shots were number, something to behold Number time. one so in scrambling sound.
0: for the week. The, the sound coming the off The sound was oh, like, Unbelievable. Yeah. They even the commentators say that nobody else on tour hits the ball oh, with that sound. Geez, like it, Maybe McElroy is probably as close as you get, but... He just crunches that ball and it's first. You just want surround sound in your house.
1: The first three days, he was number one in strokes gained putting. He was pretty much in the top one or two for Mm. all of the putting stats. He went from one to last in the field on Sunday when it came to putting. It was awful. When it counted,
0: yeah. Yeah. His putting was awful on Sunday. He was minus 2.7 strokes to the field. Now, look, I mean. I I've, anyone who listens to the show knows I'm a massive Stenson fan, so this is you know. have uh, had wet dreams, yeah, I can neither confirm nor deny, but I mean, look, he your did, mom who has to clean the sheets afterwards. <laughs> yes. He did. Uh, he, they did. They did have the misfortune of kind of being thrown off off their rhythm by getting the clock called to them on 15 and 16. So golf is a game of rhythm and tempo, and I can understand how this pissed him off a bit. And as he says. Um, I thought we were here to play golf and not finish at six pm. I know we have times to take into consideration. If one two one or two minutes on the broadcast is going to make or break us, then I think we need to have some more leeway with it. And I think he's right because if if this was consistent the way they applied these uh, the shot clock or calling the clock on people week in week out, then that's fine. He, he wouldn't have a gripe. But it's because it's so inconsistent in its application that he's pissed off. And I think he's got a right to be pissed off. I mean, I'm not going. I'm not having to go at Harrington here. This is not his fault at all. But my God, he could have had a clock called on him on every single hole in that final round when he won a few, you know, two or three weeks ago. But he didn't. It's so just really unusual he, that you know it, it happens one week. It doesn't happen another week.
1: Well, here, here's the two issues I have with this. One, I have no dispute that I think it's a bit like they say in football: if you get a yellow card for a bad challenge, and the next bad challenge of a similar type doesn't get a yellow card the consistency of the ref is called into account. Mm -hmm. So if somebody is going to be put on the clock for whatever the the terms and conditions of being put on the clock are, then everybody should be put on the clock if they're breaching that rule. Mm. Whether you're in the first group or in the last group, whether it be Thursday or whether it be Sunday, that's fair enough. Consistency throughout. The bit that I have is, this is a guy who has gone on and he's played very well in some of the majors, and we'll have a bigger debate about this in a few weeks when you start banging on about Henrik Stenson winning the Masters. But there's a there's a requirement for these guys. I can't see, with all due respect, coming down the straight, he's put on the clock, he's a professional.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How we can allow him to use that as an excuse for twice-three putting. I can understand it if he did it once. But down the stretch, he mm-hmm. played poorly on the greens. Yeah, and, and and I could understand if he was put on the clock and he hit a wayward drive and just then he, as
2: someone shouted yeah. you're on the clock or
1: you have him down the middle mm. of the fairway and he's put on the clock and he's walking down and he's furious on the on the fairway
0: and then he goes mm. and
1: shanks it to the left or he does whatever then I can understand that
0: yeah But he was put on the clock twice. But nobody's hitting the putts but him. I mean, obviously he's making a bit of an excuse. He's deflecting the blame from himself somewhat. I mean, he hit the putts. He stood over the putts. He lined them up. He made the stroke. It is his fault. He made the three putts. But he wasn't
1: put on the clock on the putting greens.
0: They're put on, yeah. But they're on the the tee. Yeah, but the yeah, I know. But the the clock really kicks in. Putts here. The clock really kicks in around the greens, and they're lining up the putts. They're checking the speeds of the greens. Morgan Hoffman was hugely to blame for this as well. It was the amount of times you saw the camera go to Morgan Hoffman and the other player, Stenson, just hit a shot. Hoffman then decides to go take his glove out, open his yardage book. Like, why okay. would he doing this okay. when well, well then, his then shot. Stenson is hitting his shot? Stenson's not the fastest player in the world. He's not completely
2: well, then, um, then answer this I, if, know, we, if, if we're here.
1: playing on a Saturday or if we're playing any amateur event,
2: mm-hmm. and, this is where I was go. and
1: you have a situation where you're playing at the normal pace, and obviously, you know, you don't have people being put on the clock in golf, but assuming you've lost the people in front you're getting kind of yelled at from the people behind the responsibility is on the person who's not causing the slow play to say to the guy in your group barry you need to hurry the hell up mm-hmm. we need to hurry up it needs to get on so if morgan hoffman is the one to blame for stenson going on the clock or the group going on the clock it's henrik stenson's responsibility to pull morgan uh, aside halfway down the fairway and say look I've been given a bit of a huff and a puff from the guy behind. The rules mm-hmm. committee is kind of saying, "Lads, so we need to get going." And I, you know, I just, I think it's a cop out. I agree with I you. I
0: agree out. with you. If the ecosystem in which they play is consistent week in, week out, but it's not, and that's why I think he has a valid point in giving out about it. If there was, if it was applied consistently across the field from Monday to Sunday, week in, week out. Then I'm fine with this, but because it just seems to come up here, there, and everywhere whenever some rules official decides I'm going to get make a name for myself, or I'm going to get the job done, or get the tournament done. What was the name of committee? I have no See, idea. He didn't but, make a
1: name for himself. <laughs> yeah. So the thing
2: about it, the thing about it is right. That we all play golf here, right? Within two ball, yeah. If we were going out on a Saturday morning, we would like to think that we would get our two ball finish in approximately two and a half hours.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: This is four hours that they're playing. Now I know there's a lot of things to take into consideration like they're obviously professional golfers and they're obviously better and at, at everything than I am.
0: Well there's crowds, there's cameras. Yeah, you know, the fact of the are... matter is that I understand
2: yeah. this has to be pushed along from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So it's like sending out your ranger. Don't go to the people where the problem is. Yeah. Go ahead of them. Spe-
0: speaking of amateur golf, when if you're in a group where one person is particularly slow, I know for a fact that my game suffers because I'm trying to speed my game up even more so to get the group back on time and get us back on track, and that my game suffers adversity. Anyway, like the whole point is no, when yeah. when you are under time pressure, you lose the rhythm that you were in, and that's not good. And that causes and that can lead to poor shots being played. So I can understand why he's pissed off. Obviously, he's got to have a look inwards and work on his patience when something like that comes in that's unexpected. So you know he's I, got a couple of weeks to get his head right for the no, Masters, I, which I, he's I, going to win, by the way.
1: And I, th- I think you're right. I think consistency has to be looked at and everybody needs. And I, I do think that the, the problem is these four hours rounds. I think it's also crazy that we have a dictating TV schedule that requires it to be <sighs> done at a certain time it's and etcetera et cetera, But that But they all sign up to it and that's the reality of mm-hmm. it. And the bit that I have with is that he didn't come out and say, I shouldn't have allowed it to get to me. I got put on the clock on the 4th Fifteenth or whatever Mm. tee box it is, I don't think it's an excuse that you've hit two shots and then hit three putts to blame what happened on the on the tee box. Two shots before behind because he's a pro and he should only be thinking of the next shot. And I think the only other bit to it is that, in my view, it's the responsibility of the other player to say to them if it's not me. Like like you say, in the amateur game. If you you feel you have to speed up, that's mm. actually the wrong way of doing it. Mm-hmm. It's your responsibility to pull the guy aside when you're walking down the fairway and say, "Come on, you, you know you're the problem. We need to move on."
0: Yeah, you that's know? that's easier said than done. Now saying, it yeah, to somebody, on. That's, that, I mean, that's, that's that's like my, telling that's somebody. Instinct something horrific but sorry you know, that's fine himself.
1: in relation to amateur golf because you're mm. going to get the guy who's probably going to swing his, his iron at your head but on, in a professional because tournament
2: there's a fair chance he'll miss <laughs>
1: <laughs> if, if, if in a professional tournament you're looking at Henrik Stenson's caddy having yeah. a word with their caddy
2: or the rules
1: official saying to the two caddies lads I'm not saying it to the players because I don't want to say it to them straight away yeah. but I'm saying it to you guys
0: Get moving. You
1: got to get going. Yeah, well, they need to, they need to figure to out caddy. how to do it. Look, yeah, caddy to What
0: Whatever about all the stuff that happens, Stenson, a huge credit has to go to Matt Every. He absolutely crushed it this week. Like, he hit over 80% greens in regulation. He was second for the field. He His average proximity to the hole for his approach shots was just over 30 feet. That was third in the field. And on top of that, he was eighth in putting for the week. And he was. I think number one in putting for the final round, or right up there, he was plus 2.7 on the field. Oh, yeah, the final actually, round. I think he's so the best scorer. He, tot- he shot 66, he was the only guy to shoot four rounds in the 60s. The guy he totally deserves a win, and uh, you know, hats off to him. It was a great week. We saw a couple of albatrosses. Daniel Berger had one on the sixth in the third round from 237 yards, and then, and then Zach Johnson had one in the fourth round on the 16th. From 207 yards, followed by one of the most awesome celebrations of a holiday oh, ever, his caddy doing this the amazing Birdman albatross. Bird man albatross. <laughs> and it seems like a lot of the commentators and people on, and, you know, golf pundits and stuff in social media are really clamping down on this use of, the American use of double eagle. They're going to, somebody put a tweet out with a double eagle, which was like a mirror of an eagle. And then an albatross beside it, like one of these is real, the other one yeah. is not. So, I'm glad people are starting to kind of like, yeah, it's an albatross. It is an, an albatross. albatross. A double See. eagle is theoretically so a whole one. one on on yeah, exactly. Which apparently is called a condor. So, uh, I found a- I think a couple of places on the internet. Anyway, not in any happened. event. So the albatrosses were great. It was a, it was a really great event. There's um, going to be two
1: new plaques put down. I understand from where they hit the two albatrosses from onto the onto Bay Hill. Yeah, um, very good for, for for Daniel Berger and but Zach Both Johnson. of them
2: were phenomenal. Beautiful like because shows. it wasn't just like you know like any guy could actually do it if they scutter a ball along the ground <laughs> you know kind of way. or if you can drive or green girl. and then only take yeah, three to get but down, like, but, yeah, to but, down but like the fact that they on both situations forget about the yardages Berger had to go 237 yards yeah. Over the water, oh, yeah. he had to land it on the sixpence. literally a foot clear of the water for it to actually. That was the only angle to uh, get into it in.
0: Rid- it was a ridiculous Zach shot. Zach
2: Johnson had to draw his ball in about forty yards, having kept it under a tree to get under to get up. Well, yeah. to
1: be fair to Zach Johnson, he was very honest afterwards, giving his uh, post-round interview because he he played he played shit afterwards. Like, yeah, I think he dropped he did. the last. I <laughs> think he dropped two three shots a... or two or three shots yeah. in the last couple of holes. But um, interestingly, he was asked uh, by Sky Sports about it and he said, to be honest with you... I got so lucky. I was actually aiming like 20 yards to the right of where it landed. So, he pulled, so yeah, yeah, he just said, oh, he was right, like, okay. <laughs> I, I'm not going to even pretend yeah, that I was, I was for doing it. that. Yeah. It was, I was aiming to go 20 yards to where it landed. A good, point, a good
2: miss, you know. Hey, listen, a good to, miss. you know, the old famous saying, what was it, Gary Player turned around and someone said, oh my God, I can't believe you are so lucky hitting that shot. And he goes, hey, the more I practice, the luckier I get. That's exactly. I get. Exactly. Here, here. So
1: look that was the, the week that's been and I have to say I, I thoroughly enjoyed it and thanks very much for Matt Every for uh, giving me a few quid at 28 to 1 um, you a thousand on that didn't you <laughs> uh, if I had I wouldn't be here <laughs> <laughs> um, so next week the ladies are moving off to the Carlsbad in California for the, uh, the Kia Classic and and uh, it's Anna Norquist is defending, but my money would be on somebody from South Korea. <laughs> yeah. if, uh, follow if I was follow you. the trends. Yeah, follow yeah, the trends. Yeah, yeah. So it's got to be black. It's got to be. Black. Black. <laughs> uh Oh,
2: it's red. Um,
1: so looking at the European uh, tour next week, they go to the Moroccan tournament. This is the Trophy Hassan the Second. This is this amazing course, yeah. which is the King. Basically, just built because he got bored. It's in the um, grounds of the royal the gr- palace, and you can actually there's there's today there was a practice uh, today, and if you have a look on Twitter, uh, there's guys who are just um, who are just kind of leaning up against the, the castle walls. Yeah. Uh, it's a phenomenal golf course,
0: um, definitely worth grabbing a look at at some stage really over yeah. the week because it's it's just it's a really unique event, yeah. and uh, certainly certain players definitely take to it. More than others, and uh, well, go... tree lined wall, palace walls, everything it's just it's very unique. Well, and the plus side you can just atmosphere. ricochet
1: it off the wall and back into the fairway, oh, yeah. yeah. what did you get
0: bonus points if you play a carom or something off the wall. <laughs> um, you probably, you probably could drive the 11th with that.
1: Um, oh. So, look, the runners and riders this week for the trophy in San, um, are George Cotez. Cortez. I'm I'm sticking with the way I say it, lads. Cortez. Say it,
2: Cortez. Cortez. Uh, Sixteen yeah. to one. <laughs> I, I, Alex
1: Le, Alexander Leves, uh twenty two to one. Marcel saeem twenty two to one. Andy Sullivan, twenty two to one. David Horsey, twenty five to one. Ross Fisher, twenty five to one. And kind of they just go out and out. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood. Woodwood, Fleetwood is thirty three to one. Uh, Robert Carlson, who's a good friend of the podcast. What's that uh, one at forty to one? 40 what to is this?
2: Uh, how do you pronounce
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> You're Wade or- or- Ormsby. Biong Hung Hon An.
2: Biong Hung An. <laughs>
1: well, I, I I would definitely go forty to one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we,
2: yeah, we'll, yeah, We'll keep an eye out. Uh, Andy Sullivan, there. he's the man. Had my, There's uh, a
0: few guys in this who a win would probably get them into the top 50 and thus the to the Masters in a couple of weeks time. Uh, guys like Alex uh, okay. Alexander Le- Levy and D Sullivan, Marcel Seam, I think Ross Fisher has a chance as well. So look, they're all going to be going hammer and tongs at yeah. this and uh, trying to keep. Well, I think George could say has a chance as well. So it's uh, Who's sure. He? I don't know Cortez James oh yeah you know he's this. got a chance you know, the, yeah. you know the the Spanish guy who looks yeah. really South African kind of yeah. like that yeah. South African golfer George kutseya um, Could see. yeah. Doing a curtsy. the three of us have, have different pronunciations yeah, for yeah. the name.
1: Well, perhaps, perhaps, he might tweet would At we, podcast. Yes, that's and that's down George, down. get
0: in contact with let's, us. Let us know. How you let's, wait it. To, let's, let's wait. let's wait till Sky Sports coverage is on this week, and Tony Johnson is on, and see what he's pronounced his name because he's from South Africa. He's got to okay. get it right. Okay.
2: Well, so um, I'm my money on this now. If I if I was to put it on the limb, you know, <laughs> it would be mm-hmm. Andy, Andy Sullivan
1: Andy Sullivan, very right? Barry, are you, you
0: putting anything on this? Uh, I put a couple of small bets on outsiders. I have Jorge Campillo and Lucas Biargard, so they have I a little bit it. of course form and a little bit of recent form, and it's the kind of event that throws up a, a little bit of a curveball and winners from time to time. So I'm you might uh,
1: you might tweet them later. So
0: good let, idea. Let, let, let
1: the podcast guys but, keep an eye on where your money is being lost. Oh, um, very good. The Valero Texas Open, which. Um, I suppose this is really now the 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 run up and run down to to the Masters in a couple of weeks. Um Paddy Power are play paying out an extra place this week. Um, actually, they're play, paying out six places on every PGA Tour event until the Masters, which technically is only two. But anyway, uh, Jordan Spieth eight to one, Dusty uh, Johnson ten to one, Jim Furyk. Don't back him on the fifty-four hole lead. Uh, 18 to one
0: back anyone on the 54 well that's true, lead. Actually, only five, 5 of 19 events on the PGA Tour this year have been won by the 54 but particularly Jim Furyk who doesn't Absolutely.
1: seem to be able to do it, 18 yeah. to 1 so if he's be- just one behind then maybe back him but not uh, Jimmy Walker 20 to 1 Mac Kuchar 22 to 1 Jack Zach Johnson 25 to 1 their names are much easier on the American Tour yeah. Ryan Palmer uh, 30 to 1 Martin Keimer 30 to 1 Phil Mickelson 33 to 1 Kevin Na 33 to 1 Martin Lard 35 to 1 and then kind of goes out and out Jason Duffner 45 to 1 Shane Lowry 50 to 1 which is the same as Graham McDowell 50 to 1 Sean O'Hare who's been there thereabouts now sticking around the top 10 the last few weeks he's 60 to 1 he might be worth a punt and uh, the man who seems to never get through but I mention him every week Russell Knox 70 to 1
0: Russell could go well this week though a windy course you know? yeah
1: um, he does like the, the windy courses uh, Francesco Molinari who had a very good round, uh, week last week 100 to 1 and uh, that's kind of where where we're at in relation to it um, anybody having any bets or is it just going to be a bit of fun on your weekend no Shane Larry
2: good man bounce back from the missed cut yeah, I like told. it in the wind as well oh yeah yeah, has got every chance fifty to one? Great yeah. shout great
0: shape in the week I've told more of a
2: ten to like you know, ten to one each way. Basically, <laughs> is what you're looking at. Like you know, twelve and a half to one, 1 each way. I'll give yeah. like you the bonus two and a half points. You
0: can pay me out on that for the, the knowledge.
2: Last
1: yeah. week, last year's uh, winner of this tournament, Stephen at was three or four hundred to one. 100 to one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got him. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. Well, Paddy Power sent me an email today reminding me of the fact that you collect your winnings. He, no, no that, that, that went into the account about twenty minutes after the card was signed. Interestingly by, enough, uh,
0: he switched his putter going into the final round as well last year. So uh, it's, it's, it's it's a t- be, good time of year to do
2: it. Like so, um, I think that's just a psychological thing? Is him to say, "Well, like, I can't do any worse with the bloody one I threw away." Yeah, yeah. No, they're out they're out that's,
0: that's why James has forty-eight putters. That is not.
1: That's not. It's not quite forty-eight. But <laughs> there'll be 40, forty. Forty-nine is coming on the seventh of uh, April. So uh, yeah,
0: and good, good. I I have a pick this week. I'm going to yeah. pick Zach Johnson. I think he had well he had a great round on Sunday. He finished sixth here last year. He won it a couple of times back in 2008, 2009. So he is my pick for this week. Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson. Well, well I'm
2: going to go Shane Larry, but it's each way. I'm not. I'm, I don't think he's going to win it.
1: Um, I am not going to put
0: pre until Sunday
1: match betting, and uh, this has been quite a, a lucrative uh, format that I'm taking right now. So I'm happy to keep. This, I think I've hit the bullseye now. Three out of the last four weeks by betting on, on kind of Saturday Yeah, night, from Sunday. now on I'm
0: going to make James send me his uh, send day. me his bet, Talk. and we're putting it out onto the Twitter. And he's um, he's rocking a seventy five percent hit rate or eighty yeah. percent hit rate. So well, I
1: I just I like.
0: Twenty-eight to one last yeah. week.
1: Twenty quid on it, on the nose. It was a bit of fun, and it's lovely. you know, it's not, a, it's not a huge bet to lose. It's another free you know, putter for and, you, isn't it? Number fifty, yeah. yeah. Uh, another, another putter. Yeah. Right? That's number fifty-two <laughs> and fifty-three paid for. Um. Well, look, the very best of luck. Uh, you guys playing this weekend? You're playing. Yes. And you're playing.
2: Yeah, I'm playing. Irish mixed foursomes on Sunday as well
1: oh well we'll for hear all club. about that next week for the
2: club yeah, For the club, excellent good um, stuff. Uh, is that at home I'm playing at home we're playing against Greystones we kick off at 3pm good be interesting.
1: so Barry can caddy for you and he can tweet he can tweet Yay, what's this going
0: is my, on this is one of my favourite weekends of the golf year because on Saturday night going into Sunday the clocks go forward an hour so you get an extra hour in the evening to golf Oh, that's brilliant! I love loads of midweek golf in our future, which means that anybody
1: who didn't remember that if you uh, need to. Make sure you change your clocks forward uh, before you go to bed on Saturday night. Otherwise, or, you're going to miss your tea time.
0: Yeah, or just check your auto update in your phone because you might actually put yourself forward two hours, two hours. and then be up, <laughs> and <they'll> be up <laughs> yeah. really early, standing in there on the first tee like a fool. And everyone goes, What are you doing? Uh, I'm here an hour I'm here, or I'm here to motivate what, myself what I'm before second. my first tee shot. If
2: they're asking you that question, they're also a fool. <laughs> <laughs> There's two of you there. <laughs> Touche. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um,
1: well. On that, uh, the very best of luck on Sunday. Um, I'm sure you'll drive many greens this week and still only get birdie parts. Um, so uh, thank you very much, Will. Thank you very much, Barry. If anybody wants to get in contact, Podcast GTS is the Twitter handle. If you like the podcast, get onto iTunes and give us a rating if you could. Tell your friends about us. Um, and our email address is a spoiled at gmail.com.
0: Oh, one little final thing for the winners of the Pitchfix competition. We are actually working on a logo, and Pitchfix are going to put our logo on your ball marker in your uh, Pitchfix twister. So they should be shipping out to you next week. So that's for the 10 winners.
1: Excellent. And uh, oh. yes, so we will so do thanks, a big thanks, unveil when thanks, we have finalized thanks, uh, our. Uh, yeah, so uh, thanks, our, thanks, our, thanks again to
0: Pitchfix for that. Um, very good guys. That's pitchfix.com and at pitchfixusa is our Twitter. So. Uh, give those guys a follow and I guess we will talk to everybody next week yes thanks a million cheers good evening bye now, yeah. well you're fine bye bye Bye-bye.